In 2021, Talk About It Outdoors partnered with an industry-leading brand that has stamped its name on the outdoor industry. Cruiser Saddles in itself stands on perfection, and with every climb we make, we elevate ourselves above the rest. In addition to a support to our hunting journey, the men and women behind Cruiser believe in the same principles of life as us. Faith, family, and the blessings of being better as they go in every sit. If your desire to pursue your passions one step ahead of the rest, go ahead and get in the best. Check them out on all the socials or head over to their website at www.cruiser.com. That's C-R-U-Z-R.com. And tell them to talk about it outdoors, boys, and Chasing Weekends sent you their way. The journey of life has a unique way of being able to create tried and true friendships as we go. In forming those relationships, oftentimes good things come to follow. Talk About It Outdoors is proudly supported by Cal Hardy of Arrowhead Land Company. Cal is the leading broker over Georgia and is happy to assist you with finding the place where you can call home. With vast knowledge and an understanding of the ever-evolving real estate market and a unique old-school approach to everything he does, he exemplifies what it means to treat others like you'd want to be treated. Don't settle for being just another number in a phone. Choose Cal Hardy for all your land, home, and commercial real estate needs and become a part of his family. We sure are blessed to have him as a part of ours. Find him on Facebook, Instagram, or give him a call at 770-296-2163. Step back to the times when a feed store was more than just that, and the people inside smiled with friendly faces and provided a place for a talk on life, as well as all your essential farm, livestock, and pet needs. Cherokee Feed and Seed located in Ball Ground, Georgia, with an additional location in Gainesville, are the hometown supplier of all your cattle, equine, and pet needs, with the added addition of being able to keep your deer herd healthy with protein and minerals. They also carry an assortment of hunting blinds and gear, and you can rest easy knowing the people that support local ball clubs and children's sports are who your hard-earned money is going to. The people here greet you with a handshake and a smile, and Cherokee Feed and Seed give more than just a product. They give you a welcome that'll make you return time and time again. Stop in next time you're in the area and tell them you're part of the Talk About It Outdoors family. A few years back, when an overbearing and overgrown backyard became an eyesore, I looked for a solution to resolve. LRS Land Services created a stunning and complete transformation turnkey at an affordable price with their mulching services. Not limited to mulching, LRS can provide turnkey grading and clearing, maintenance, right-of-way clearing, and even development for any and all forestry needs. With an innovative outlook on what is best for your land and a completely different approach than others, LRS can transform your overgrown eyesore into a beautiful landscape of your dreams. Give them a call at 404-889-1105 or check their work out on Facebook at LRS Land Services. Logan and his team are ready to make your land brand new again. Building the foundation of your life starts at the base, and the stronger it is, the better. 
Talk About It Outdoors is proud of our strong partnership with United Concrete and Paving and the foundation of support they provide. Whether your new home being built needs concrete work or that driveway you're tired of beating all the bearings from your pickup needs a paving, Michael and his team can provide any residential or commercial project support you might need from the ground up. If you're tired of tripping over that unsettled patio slab or a future shop build needs a smooth start, United Concrete and Paving can get you going when you need it most. Give them a call at 404-831-3036 and make sure you tell them them TAI boys are where you heard it first. Alright everybody, thanks for tuning in to another edition of Talk About It Outdoors, special edition on the road. The highway miles. <laughs> it was a highway, man. Nick and I are headed back to Putnam County from the KT team hunt this weekend. Wasn't much of a long weekend, but it was eventful, to say the least. Did you have a good time, Nick? Had a blast. Got here last night about 7.30, drove through a tsunami. Power was knocked out to three quarters of the county. Wind got up everywhere. But it was a pretty pretty fun drive down. Took us about, what, five hours, five and a half hours? Yeah. To get here. And what are you looking at? What's that say? Master what? Master's pre-ambulation. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, drove down. Got here last night. Had a good experience last night talking with everyone. Met Dr. Palmer who's a great friend of the KT team. Done a lot for them. Big Tommy was in camp. Of course, Jason and KT had some barbecue that didn't settle well with Nicholas. No, I needed some uh, Zantac last night. I wish you'd have told me I had some. <laughs> had some Rolades, too. Probably needed a damn sock in my mouth, though, didn't I? Nah, you didn't wake me up at one time when you were snoring, but Anyway, we were just driving through Small Town, USA, discussing what was or was was not a busy town at one time. What's your favorite part about driving through the little towns? I don't know. I just like driving to see different things, see different stuff, not seeing the same old thing. Like going up the same interstate every day or the same drive to work. I agree 100% Sometimes I change it up and go different ways. I never like to go home. I never like to go the same way. I think you miss stuff, but you do that. Kind of like deer hunting. You know, you ever, when, you, when you're turkey hunting or something, and you, you walk up on a ridge, you're like, I want to see what's over that other ridge. You just keep walking, and you walk out a different way. I like that. Well, that's good. I'm glad you enjoy that. <laughs> that was a that was a colorful commentary for why you like to do that. I enjoyed it. But it was good to see Carrie and Jason again. We got some video shot, some funny videos, <laughs> been dropping out over on the TikTok. Uh, we showed them the knife from RP. Jason, Did you get that? Yeah, got it right there. Oh. Yeah, I, I actually went back in and it was sitting on the hard. <laughs> Where are we going now? A Mexican restaurant if we find one. <laughs> and then we're going to go to the hunting club up here. We're going to slap a beak off one in the morning. <laughs> Ooh, well, I hope so. About daylight. Just... Clayton missed one. Clayton missed one. Three times. 
Three times. How he unloaded the shotgun. He said, "Oh well, we may hit that thing on the way out here." <laughs> Did it fly this far? You think so? It might. It might. It may still be flying. Did the bugs bother you this morning? No, I have a thermosail on the front. Pocket. Oh my goodness, I've got Tommy's thermosail. I'm sure he won't care. There are twelve bucks. This Millie. This Millie. Twelve I bucks. Just remember that, Tommy. If you hear this podcast, sorry, I got you thermosail. Did he buy a hat? Or did you give him a hat? I gave him a hat. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Fair traded, traded for, I'll, I'll text him and say, "You just thought the hat was free." <laughs> yeah, I actually gave him a hat and a shirt because he. Uh, He's about the only three X I know. <laughs> We've got some three X's left. That's about all we got left. I feel like it's a rude comment says I wear a three X too. You're generally not a three X. You oh. buy three X dress shirts or, or polos? No. I didn't think so. You like your t-shirts a little loose fitting. Yeah, well those ain't really loose fit. Those are made for children. They're they're uh, a three X is more like a two X. They're, they're not made for grown men. A medium's like a extra small. I don't know. Everybody seems to like those shirts on you. We can't compare. We can't compare clothing lines. Well, I can tell you what they are good for: tourniquets. Yeah. Allegedly. What do you have? You thought any more about how unlucky? have to be to do what you did with that arrow no but i'll tell you what when that guy i got to talking last night how i got lucky about not cutting that tendon kind of made me think like it's kind of scared me a little bit dr palmer what would have happened well i mean you'd have been at the hospital getting your knee repaired surgically repaired yeah and you'd be straight leg like fred sanford the rest of your life (laughs) (laughs) just hey dummy (laughs) Every time you come in the door, that's what you'd say. I don't know. It kind of scared me when he said that. It did. did, It made me think. I thought, wow. But he said generally when you cut your knee right there, it's, what did he say? You're in the hospital. Yeah. Do you think that... I think he kind of said that I probably should have went anyway. Has it bothered you pain-wise? No. No. I'm tough. I mean, I'm like a hickory stone. No, I fell on it. I was crying. No, I'm, it's getting better. I ain't took a Band-Aid off of it. Do you think everyone that does anything in the outdoors or in their general life would benefit from learning more about the KT team? Yeah, I think if you took somebody like that, especially in the condition Jason's in, and saw what you had to help him do or how to help him get in bed or you know and what's funny about it is they make little comments you know like like last night they said somebody somebody used to ask Jason if his boots ever wore out oh my goodness that was funny <laughs> or uh look like he got you some uh new shoes yeah, he so. said said the best pair I ever had <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he said the pair of shoes will last him eight to ten years. And it's just, I mean, in that, that he makes light of the situation because what else is there to do? I mean, he can sit around like a lot of people do and wallow in, you know, pity and sorrow, and that's just not him. A very driven individual that 
frankly, is, is a lot of array of happiness. And, and I'm telling you, I made the comment to KT a couple times this morning, and I told Jason last night, I asked him if he felt good, because he genuinely looked like he did. Yeah. I mean, he, he looked like he felt good. And I think that's something to be, I don't know, you can, you can look at it a thousand different ways, but the opportunity to be pitiful is easy and the opportunity to be happy seems hard and he makes it look so easy to be happy so easy I mean I think he was a little tired today but I mean and I'm sure it takes a lot out of it he stayed in a different place last night he's not used to that's pretty cool how that winch works yeah so that's a strong winch dang right so there's a there's a a frame that goes above his bed it's kind of like a hoist Basically, it's a bar across the top, got legs down the side. And Jason sits on a, basically a, it looks like a moving blanket. Yeah. And it's got hooks on the side of it with bars in it that are sewn in. And the winch comes down and you hook a four frame chain. So it's got four chains that hook in and it lifts him out of his power chair and into the bed. And I got tickled at him last night and Carrie was going to cover him up with that blanket and he said, just, just cover my head. I don't think the rest of me will get cold. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, I mean, he just he covered his head up and, and I don't think he slept much. Oh, I, I was, I, man, that was another thing last night. Me and Carrie were in the front room and you'd already went in there and got ready for bed. And we were sitting on the couch or sitting there in the chair talking and we heard, y'all, y'all. Somebody's in there playing a turkey call. Carrie was rocking just yo, yo. And he said, Don't sound too bad either. So I walked in there. Nicholas has got the ceiling fan in his hand. One of the blades was loose. <laughs> it was in there. Just, yo, 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 yo. Tommy about tore the house down hunting a box fan. I will say that I didn't know. I didn't realize how cold Jason got. And, um, you know, that's. I guess it's because of circulation. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, but it gets really cold. So, yeah, uh, and I think that. I'll have me a box fan next year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jen House. It wasn't bad, but. No, it wasn't terrible, but it was hot. I think it was warmer in that front room. Right? Yeah, I know it was. Open. I know it was. It was humid last night. KT, he slept on the couch. And he was up at the butt crack. Oh, yeah. He's always up early spawning. He's, but there's a, lot, there's a lot to get ready that people don't even see. Well, and that, for Jason. So that's something I wanted to touch on was what we had, KT and I talked about this morning. A lot of people don't see that side of it. So what time did, what time did it get daylight this morning? Twenty, yeah, breaking day. Yeah. So, what time normally, if you had a twenty-minute drive, would you get up, get to that property, or get ready to go? Mm, that's Five. A tough, that's a tough, yeah, I mean, on a normal basis, probably. If I wasn't walking a long ways, you know. So three forty-five this morning's when KT was up getting Jason up. Yep. And we didn't go to bed last night at eleven. We did not leave to pull out to go hunting this morning until 5.15. We pulled out at 5. 5. We're a little ahead of y'all. Okay. So, 
from 345 to 5. We probably had a 30-minute drive. And by the time we got Jason loaded up, well, go, go go through loading up. Go go through that process. So when y'all left out, what did y'all have to do first? When y'all this morning, what did y'all have to do? Uh, well, you had to take the you had to hook a trailer up, and then uh, like a utility trailer, and then you have to load the golf cart on there, which Jason gets on the golf cart once you get to where you're hunting. So we loaded that behind my truck, and then you had to get, of course, Jason. KT takes care of Jason, you know, lets him use the restroom, gives him something to eat, gives him something to drink. Um, then we load him in the van. You have to strap him down on four points in the van once he gets in there. Now, let me back up a little bit. When he gets on the van, he pulls up on the ramp. He has to lean his chair back through his sucking puffing straw. I guess that's what he calls it. Yeah, puffing stuff or sucking puff. Yeah. So he leans himself back to get through the van, and then he gets up there and has a re adjust yourself then you got four straps in there and you strap it down like the inside of a box trailer and one of them goes around him like a seat belt don't it well yeah then you put the seat belt on him okay then you put the seat belt on him and then you have to put everything in there as far as vest his gun case uh, decoys anything around him because you got to let him go in there first shooting apparatus that hooks to his gun yeah, all that stays in there and then when you get then when you take off driving you also have to be careful with jason too even though he's strapped down on all four sides with, and with the seat belt because he you know moves a lot. That chair. Yeah. so if you hit a bump or speed bump or making you can't make a sharp turn so we get there we leave at five by the time we get there get everything out it's probably close to six i would say we get out unhook the side uh, get the golf cart off the golf cart is extended golf cart yeah the frame's been extended on it ain't it yep the frame's been extended there's a boat seat for the driver's seat that's offset that'll come out just pick it up take it out it's got a ramp on the side. It's got an aluminum ramp that folds up. It's got a drop pin on the side of it. You undo that drop pin. When it's loud. You got to be quiet because you're turkey hunting. Lower it down. Once Jason undo Jason, everything in Jason. Jason comes out of the van, drives up on that again. He has to lean himself way back. And this morning we had to push him up because we we're in some soft sand. We kind of had to push him. Yeah. He had to uh, put it in turbo mode. The <laughs> uh, slang gravel all over y'all. <laughs> and sand in our teeth. And then get him up there, and then you have to strap him down four points on that. Well, we go ahead and put um, the leafy suit on him, and he just hunt. He just stays on that and hunts. You go ahead and put his gun on there. Put his gun. He's got this mount for it. Put this gun in there. It's got a little, I don't know what you call it, like a little finger that goes in there and you set it right up against it so and then if you get ready to turn the safety off all he does is blowing them blowing one of those things and it fire that's what makes it fire so anyways get him on there get him strapped down unload the van put everything on it take off now if we got somewhere we'd set up on the top of that golf cart they have this humongous uh, uh leafy suit and it just drapes over it. So you just kind of back it up in the woods and drape that. And he's got a hole cut right in the front. 
that's what his gun barrel sticks out of, and it's just enough for him to say, to set the decoys up about uh, 20, 30 yards in front of him. And then we sat back behind him. Tommy sits in there with him just to help him look. Um, Did y'all do that this time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, Last I year we didn't. No, no, we Last went year straight we went to that blind. Yeah, we went put him in that blind. This year he just stayed on the golf cart, which I think is easier because he don't have to unstrap, unload. Oh, absolutely. I think it's a lot to do. I think it's easier for him to stay on there. And he's a little bit more elevated being in that platform, on that mm-hmm. golf cart. So I think that, that really helps. Yeah, and I think there's a lot more that goes into it than people realize. I mean, we when we first came down here, you know, we had no idea what to do. No. You know, we didn't. And like it or not, when you get in a situation with someone that you don't know how they, you know, are taking care of you don't know how to act i mean uh-huh. you you almost are feel kind of helpless you don't know what to do you want to help but you don't know how to do it well this year it wasn't the case for us i mean you made mention of that that just jump right into it you know yeah. we was helping him get in the bed last night we know the things that have to be done and we're more than welcome you know or more than willing to help now yeah whereas before we was kind of standoffish and now it's just like grab hold and let's go that's right I don't know. I, I got some pretty good, decent video, so hopefully the video will make a little bit more sense than me trying to tell it. I know it's hard to paint a picture just by talking. I hope that guy don't lose control on that car. Oh, my goodness. That is a Dodge Durango pulling a 18-foot-wide <laughs> trailer. Jesus. Um, Dodge ramp round power. Maybe the video will make more sense of the, the work it goes into to get Jason loaded up. And you know, Jason gets tired too, just because that's a lot of a lot of stress on him and getting him moved in and out, make sure he's right. It's a, it's a lot on him too. Well, he was he was very excited this morning when y'all were leaving out. Seemed to be to get to go hunting again. We take a, a lot of things for granted. I mean. take a lot of things for granted just I mean, getting in the truck and driving you know or any simple thing I had forgot about uh, you know KT reminded us what Mr. Bobby said I had forgot about oh, yeah. that <laughs> Mr. Bobby that for everyone didn't know was uh, he was a paraplegic um, that we hunted with last year and Nicholas and I helped him get in the bed <laughs> and uh, he said alright I'll be here right here I bet you when y'all we get up in the morning, I'll be right here. I bet you. <laughs> uh, it's just stuff like that, though. That's just so you know. It's 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 funny. I mean, they make they make a joke out of it because they're happy people. They are happy people. I hope we get to come back for deer season, maybe. See how it goes. But anyway, we'll continue this story. Anything else you want to add about the weekend? No, not really. I, don't, I think it pretty much covered it. I mean, Great to see them again. Yep. Great conversation. We learned some more calling techniques and stuff. Probably heard the best box call that's ever been built. I'm going to I'm gonna have to try to do some research to try to get me one of them. I'm not a big box call guy. I like what KT said last night, though. You find a, you find a box call sound, that's what everything else needs to do. Sound line. Sound line, yep. 
you're going to practice, make every sound you make on another call sound like a box call. Why is that? I wouldn't say every box call, but I could, that one for sure. Just I no, know, I mean, it just, had a, it just had everything you needed. It had the front end, the back end, had that opening with a good rasp. When you say the front end and the back end, what do you mean? You know how that like built, like KT does a good example of it. Some of these other, you know, the professionals be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how they open. Yeah. And the back end is that yonk. Go, 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 go. Like more rasp to it. Mm-hmm. Front end's more clean. It's hard to develop that front end, though. It's easy to get the rasp for most people. We can't all be Carrie Terrell or Dave Owen Matt Mansai. Well, you might could if you'd practice a little I'll more. I practice all the time. <laughs> that was a real that was a real hateful comment there yeah, I just can't see how much I practice <laughs> calling yeah calling only Yo. don't take this thing in the dirty direction <laughs> <laughs> what in the world are they doing are they uh, mowing a hay field with a lawnmower they are cleaning up church I got church tomorrow son Washington. They got a little nice little hay field right under. Well, we will continue this story hopefully with a successful turkey slammer in the morning on our way home. And we hope you enjoyed uh, this little talk about it session. And hey, y'all heard us make mention of the knife by RP. It'll be dropping out. If you haven't already, go check it out. Grab you a couple of raffle tickets. 100% of the proceeds go to the KT team. If you're curious to know more about them, as we always try to do, go over to the ktteam.org. That's ktteam.org. Check them out. And you'll see what great things they're doing. So, happy Saturday. We'll talk to y'all on Sunday. All right, Sunday morning has came and gone. Happy Mother's Day, of course, to all the mothers out there. Nick and I are headed back from his hunting club. As we said yesterday, well, earlier in the show, we were going to his club to do a little work and do some hunting there this morning. And I'm going to let Nicholas tell you how that went. We didn't have no luck. That was the end of the story. It was it was tough. What do we hear? One bird, maybe a jay. I thought there was two birds together, but I think it was the same two birds I messed with earlier in the season. They just got hung up. You see the video back over on YouTube. Sure was playing fun playing with a hen though. Yeah. And we were standing up. We'll have some video of that coming out. I think we had a hen on the nest on the gas line. Nick had her come in with, what, 20 yards? At least. We were standing up in the wide open. She must have been blind. Shout out to that bottom land leafy suit. Yep. Shout out to Real Trey for covering my tracks. Shout out to uh, maybe bigger than you. Maybe being bigger than you so you can hide behind me. Was I behind you? Yeah, I think so. I was a little off side saddle. Maybe I was. Yeah. We'll put the video up. No kills this weekend, but amazing time. We're overdue a shower. A long overdue shower. Need one. Nick 
what you said about your we're underwear? Gonna, we're going to fear factor challenge. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to sack up our underwear and put on fear factor after this weekend. Put them in a Ziploc. <laughs> you got you to put them on your head. <sighs> but it was a great weekend. Like I said, uh, shout out to Tommy Bucking for uh, letting me keep his thermosail. Not on purpose, but Tommy, I appreciate you that. Said you said you needed a new one anyway. Yeah, I did need a new one. I appreciate that one. It'll be put to good use. I can tell you, if you leave those things out for a long period in the woods, like from deer season all the way till the next deer season, they don't work. Why would you leave one out though? I forgot it in the tree. Yeah, you were just talking about Watson forgetting his wallet. I know. Terrible. Terrible. I actually thought I'd lost it, but it was it fell behind the tree. Did you know Thermosel has a lifetime warranty? Really? If you if they mess up, you can send them back and they'll send you a brand new one. Well, dang, they're 12 bucks. How could they not? Are they that cheap now? I don't know. I don't even know what they are. I think they're 20 for the new ones. You get two different styles. Yeah, you can get the souped up model with the case and everything, or you can just get the one that's just got the clip on the back. Yeah, and I threw my clip away on the brand new one I bought. Didn't what? realize it. Oh, you didn't realize it. Well. I'll tell you one thing. Um, probably make a video, a little short video on this, but if you're cutting your fields, your food plots, ride your four-wheeler side by side up and down and run those deer out there before you cut up a baby or cut up a batch of fresh eggs, turkey eggs. And you know, I thought about that when you said that. I'd probably run over the dang eggs with the side-by-side. -side you, you might see a hen flutter up. Yeah, that's true. And then you know something's in that area. Or you might, don't pick up those baby deer. Let them get out of the way. Don't pick them up. Try to take care of them. Mom leaves them there. You could probably put it to the side of the field if you were going to mow if it wouldn't move. I don't know. You think if you touch it, she'd come back? They say that it's a myth. I've heard that's a myth. She's coming back. Yeah. I mean, here, set me over inside this field. My mom will be back in a minute. Sure. But that is a good point. Make sure you're at least trying to flush your fields and stuff. You're out there to raise deer. Don't kill them in the process. One more week of turkey season is is left in Georgia. Do you have any qualms with what's went on first so far this season? Are you pretty well satisfied with the season this, to this point? Oh yeah, I'm satisfied. Birds been gobbling. Birds been reacting. A few birds have hit the ground. A lot of birds hit the ground. Got to hunt with different folks. Then you got back out after 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good morning this morning. Beautiful morning. Cloudy. It's late in the year. The yeah. ragweed's got me tore up. The ragweed's got me. Go snots. Snots McGee. But no, it's just been a good year. I'm excited to close out one more weekend and hopefully one more bird. But I don't know. It's getting tough right now. I think they're getting bachelor back up and the hens are on this. And just looking for that one lonely goblin. I don't know where it's going to be. <laughs> One to go. Well, I can tell you, it's been a, it's been fun getting out in the turkey woods this year. I 
I've been in the woods more times during turkey season this year than I ever have. And I really enjoyed it. Appreciate you letting me tag along with you this morning. It was fun. We saw more buzzards on this trip when we have turkeys. A bunch of buzzards. That's a hog. Yeah, hog run over on the side of the road. There's a bunch of buzzards in South Georgia. Oh, that's the first hog I've ever seen run over on the side of the road. There was one ran over that was probably close to three, 300 feet, 400 pounds down there on the other side of uh, East Valley. It laid on the side of the road there forever. You say something you see every day, a dead hog on the side of the road? No, they generally get out of the way. Yeah. Um, I may have one more thing up my sleeve for the end of the season. Well, that's good. Not in Georgia. Working on it, ain't you? Working on it. We have a very busy week coming up next week. The And if you haven't, like I said already, make sure you keep an eye out for the uh, RP Scritchfield, Scritchfield Knives, KT Team fundraiser we're going to be doing. That'll drop out this week. Make sure you pay attention to it. Keep in mind that every penny of donations goes to the KT team. You tell anybody that about it, we will keep a running tally of everyone that enters. And when we're done, when we count it all up, we will stroke a check to the KT team for whatever the amount is. And we'll send you a picture of the check, show you a picture of it, whatever you want. I don't care. There's not a dime of that money that, that will go to anything other than the KT team. And we're proud to do it for them. Hopefully we can, hopefully we can get it viral. Hopefully so. it goes crazy. Everybody share it. I really hope it does. It'd be pretty special. But I don't know, fun weekend. Headed back home. We're gonna find us some something. Yeah. You got anything to close the weekend out? Nope. Final thoughts or anything? Safe travels to everybody still turkey hunting. Big, big shout out to uh, Hunter and Isaac. They're driving out to Nebraska right now. Woo! Um, they said they might not come home for three weeks. She must be nice, Hunter. Sleeping in a uh, rental. No, he's driving his truck out there. I think they're going, they might crash in that truck in a few days. Can't, no, they're taking a tent, a six-man tent. Got you. Talking about Fear Factor Challenge. Yeah, that'll be a Fear Factor Challenge. Hunter, when you hear this, <laughs> wash your butt. <laughs> time you hear this, it'll probably need a good wash. But if he goes out there in Nebraska and gets his Merriam or his uh, Rio, and if he goes to Wyoming or Montana and gets his Merriam. <coughs> he'll have completed his uh, slam for the year. Has he ever done a slam? Nope. He's got, his, he's got his Osceola and Eastern out of the way. So. Good luck to you, Hunter. We, we hope you knock him down. I know you and Isaac both will have a hat on if y'all do. Oh, yeah. Well, like somebody we know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make them in sick yet, Nick. I know. We're going to work on it. He's working on it. Um, get your tickets for the GON Outdoor Blast coming up in July. 
so on 29th 30th 31st we'll be at the GON outdoor blast in Emerson Georgia we were there last year we'll be set up a little bit different location right near the cruiser saddles booth Chadrick and those guys will be right there close by come by and check out a saddle you've heard us kind of mention it you're gonna see a lot more of that coming about once turkey season is over with and we get into some other things for now it's gonna be finishing up turkey talk and enjoying the rest of the season oh better slow down well, good luck everybody as you travel as nick said and uh this is kind of a weird episode for us we're driving down the road not sitting in the studio so sorry if the quality's off a little bit but it is what it is we hope you enjoyed listening come back and be with us again when you can remember smile as you go but don't forget mount the memories building the foundation of your life starts at the base and the stronger it is, the better. Talk About It Outdoors is proud of our strong partnership with United Concrete and Paving and the foundation of support they provide. Whether your new home being built needs concrete work or that driveway you're tired of beating all the bearings from your pickup needs a paving, Michael and his team can provide any residential or commercial project support you might need from the ground up. If you're tired of tripping over that unsettled patio slab or a future shop build needs a smooth start, United Concrete and Paving can get you going when you need it most. Give them a call at 404-831-3036 and make sure you tell them them TAI boys are where you heard it first. A few years back, when an overbearing and overgrown backyard became an eyesore, I looked for a solution to resolve. LRS Land Services created a stunning and complete transformation turnkey at an affordable price with their mulching services. Not limited to mulching, LRS can provide turnkey grading and clearing, maintenance, right-of-way clearing, and even development for any and all forestry needs. With an innovative outlook on what is best for your land and a completely different approach than others, LRS can transform your overgrown eyesore into a beautiful landscape of your dreams. Give them a call at 404-889-1105 or check their work out on Facebook at LRS Land Services. Logan and his team are ready to make your land brand new again. Are you in need of a decluttering? barn or garage slap full of stuff you just don't need or is your construction site needing a dumpster give our buddy tony at georgia junk and dumpster rental a call with services ranging from junk removal to roll-offs georgia junk is here to help with any and all removal needs if it's time to get that parking spot back or the boat needs a place inside tony and his team can surely assist Servicing Cherokee, Cobb, Bartow, and surrounding counties, give them a call at 404-406-3501 or check them out on Facebook at Georgia Junk. Clean up the yard in short order with Georgia Junk.